0: The AIBP ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast is a series of fireside chats with business leaders in Southeast Asia focused on growth in the region. Topics discussed include business strategy, sales and marketing, enterprise technology and innovation. Hello, and welcome to the AIBP ASEAN B2B Growth Podcast, where we sit down with individuals who are responsible for driving growth of businesses in the region. This episode is the second part of the chat I had with our guests. And if you have not listened to the first part, I'd encourage you to listen to the previous episode. Last week, we talked about how enterprises leverage data to differentiate themselves, and specifically with telcos, how they play a key role in driving emerging technologies like generative AI, LLM and AIML models together with technology solution providers. As a recap, our podcast guests are Kuntanapong, who is the Chief Enterprise Business Officer from AIS in Thailand, Wana, Head of Data and Analytics from Globe Telecom in the Philippines, and they are joined by Sanjay, the Senior Vice President of ASEAN and India from Snowflake. We'll start off part two of the podcast by exploring how telcos go about adopting data driven strategies.
1: Something that's interesting about Globe is uh, it's part of the Ayala Group, right? Which is a conglomerate. Actually, I think the oldest conglomerate in uh, Southeast Asia, 183, 184 years old. Um, And obviously the telco is just one one segment of this um, mix of businesses. And within the telco itself, when you are looking for the single version of truth, um, walk us through the adoption of data-driven strategies, you know, and how it affects the different um, business units within Globe. I understand Globe as well Mm -hmm. has, you mentioned Ventures earlier. I think it's uh, 917 Ventures, which sits under Globe as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... um... I think when, when McKinsey identified several characteristics, uh, defining the data driven enterprises of uh, 2025, right? At the very top of the list, uh, if I remember correctly, was data embedded in every decision, every interaction and process. We, we recognized this early on and actually made this the core of our strategy which is the democratization of data for our company. So, so Sanjay's point also, it will involve enabling decision-making authority from our senior executives all the way to the department heads, managers, and Mm -hmm. even individual contributors. Um, Doing this, however, was not going to be as easy as it sounds. When you have siloed data generated in in many formats from uh, specialized systems, bringing this together uh, through different formats and types, right? So you're you're dealing with structured, unstructured, semi-structured, is always going to be a challenge, and and we we recognize that. Um, another key strategy that we use was to properly build and scale our data and analytics practice. Um, different departments or BUs within the organization we believe should have their own. Um, data and analytics support with the proper domain knowledge to serve as dedicated experts within within each of the business units. At the same time, it's important to maintain a central data and analytics team to provide the leadership and drive core DNA strategies for for the company. Um, so we call this the hub and spoke model, and we've been following it, um, I guess, to the letter, right? Uh, um, within GLOBE.
1: Oh, perfect. Uh, to extend on that as well. Um, telcos, you know, th- there's been a lot of uh, evolution in many different forms across the last few years. You know, we we spoke about M two M, IoT, three G, four G, five G. You know, it all comes with uh, significant investments in capex investments. It's it's a large capex uh, business. When you speak to your clients now, you know, as as uh in in, I, I believe in AI as you call it, you want to be a cognitive telco. Right when you speak to your clients and when you talk about solving their problems for them, what are the main pain points that you find being raised by businesses in Thailand? And as you mentioned uh, earlier, you know the enterprise business or the, the business unit of uh, EIS. Has- um,
3: when we do discuss with the customer, what are the key pain points that customers facing? Basically, you know all the customer has similar pain like us, right? We are the large enterprise. View change, customer behavior change, you know, the business has been disrupted by the new player. Digital will be coming to play and make a lot of new and also new services. Most of the customer, the first challenge that they're facing is that, you know, the, how they're going to disrupt themselves and, and grow for the future, which uh, they need to handle in the new player coming like bank. You know, you will see a lot of, you know, coming in have to provide loan, micro learning, or whatsoever. Uh, even though you're in the retail business, you're facing a new case coming online, so on so forth. So the first area that customers keep asking on how they disrupt their business. You know, the, what are the technology that can help them to moving forward, right? To to sustain or even define the new services you know, for the customer, having the fact that they understood that customers have a lot of changes in their lot of behavior and also challenging from the competitor. Second top, you know, challenge that you keep asking as you how how did they gonna optimize the cost to serve or the cost to operate you know the, the company right uh, if they are you know engaging a consumer in like in a retail they will see they will asking how how we can leverage digital to lower the cost to serve. Mm. or you know the, the, the company that they need to focus very really much on the optimization of the, of the cost, how they improve the process and optimization. Thirdly it will be you know how, how they can leverage the technology you know to to enhance their, their people, to empower the people to make the organization become more driven organization and also you know reducing you know more technology to support that That will be the key facing area that we're facing when we do the workshop, with the customer, because like I said, when we starting to do the transformation project with the customer, we are not someone who gonna replacing the or essential, you know. We we are just we uh, we are focused on the digital infrastructure, but we are gonna help them to speed up, to move faster, to move easier, you know, to, uh, by leveraging the technology to disrupt their business. That will be main four key main area how. Yeah, you know, the customer, you know, asking us in terms of the uh, what we can help, what we can do, you know, to support their business.
1: Yeah, uh, Sanjay, uh, you cover you, you speak to telcos, obviously, but you also speak to different enterprises. You you cover, I believe, uh, the ASEAN region as well as uh, India, right? Um do you do you find similar things when you speak to to different uh, companies or enterprises when it comes to their confusion around how to, as Kuntanapong mentioned, how to disrupt themselves?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think we are, uh, first is we are seeing a lot of interest. I will not say, I mean, confusion, of course, but but I will say there's a lot of interest and, and everybody wants to know what's the right way to harness this technology uh, and and get value for the business, right? And uh, we are spending a lot of time uh, in educating the customer, particularly in the area of generative AI and machine learning and LLM, because that has caught the attention of the world, uh, courtesy what happened with ChatGPD. uh, It has uh, completely democratize and commoditize. I would say this whole concept of AI and LLM, right? So, uh, if you, you know, if you look at uh, our strategy in terms of how we are helping customers in this particular area, um, our number one goal is to help customer get value out of generative AI and LLMs and machine learning technology, and help them build uh, AI-driven applications on their proprietary data in a secured way. I, I would say secured being the the most critical word here uh, so while we have seen all exciting application in the consumer space uh, as an enterprise one needs to understand uh, that the customers have entrusted them on the with the, with the trust uh, of their pii data and it is the responsibility of the enterprise to make sure that they don't compromise their trust and that's the reason secure or security is the key word here and that's our number one focus that how can we bring all the innovation Uh, whether it is LLM or these models or generative AI, to the data, right? And by that, ensuring that the data remains secured and we don't compromise the trust uh, that the customers have uh, interested us with. So that has been our focus. And with that intention in mind, we have partnered with um, NVIDIA. Uh, We have announced our partnership with NVIDIA where we will uh, leverage uh, the NVIDIA GPU technology and we will let our customers uh, use the GPU technology within the Snowflake deployments in order to train uh, their models, machine learning models. We have also partnered with NVIDIA to bring in their LLMs, uh, models that, large language models that they've built, so that the customers can bring these large language models and run it on top of the data that they have, which is their proprietary data, and get the value that they're expecting. So that is one partnership that we've announced. But at the same time, we are also giving the customers the flexibility to choose uh, the environment of their choice. So we announced a partnership with Microsoft, where we will strengthen um, the capabilities of Microsoft uh, machine learning capabilities uh, to run on top of Snowflake. And we've also been in partnership with AWS for many years, where we support all the innovation that AWS brings in the space of uh, AI and machine learning uh, on uh, to, to be run effectively on top of Snowflake. So that has been our focus, that how do we help our customers innovate by helping them build AI-driven application and bring generative AI and LLMs to the data and build these applications securely. So that has been uh, our focus with the telcos, and that that's helped that is helping them drive innovation. I also want to touch base on a very um, interesting uh, sort of dimension of our partnership with telcos. I will say, and that is of helping them, uh, you know, uh, helping them in growing their business with enterprises. So all of all that we talked about so far was more in terms of telcos leveraging these technologies to unlock the value of data and serve the customer better or to find cost optimization or roll out the network uh, 5G networks better that's just one aspect of the business but if you look at telcos and 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 rightfully so right like, tanapong is in in this meeting he heads the enterprise business for uh, you know for AIS and uh, in in one you know in in our role we also partner with telcos to help them uh, serve their enterprise customers better right and uh, in that area the 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 key things that we focus on is data collaboration and data monetization Telcos have a, I would say, wonderful opportunity to work with their enterprise customers and help them monetize data, right? And uh, that is, uh, that is I would say, an interesting and exciting dimension of our partnership with telcos. We've had an opportunity, once again, uh, to work with Globe, um, and Globe is uh, a partner of Snowflake. They are not only a customer of Snowflake, but also they are a partner of Snowflake, where they are taking the telco uh, data cloud solution of Snowflake to their customers in order to help their customers, uh, not only unlock the value of the data, but more importantly, help them with data collaboration and data monetization.
1: Um, Sanjay, would you mind just walking us uh, quickly through how this would work?
4: Yes, so the way it works is that uh, you know today, uh, as I said, telcos are transitioning from becoming, from being a telcos to techcos. So now instead of just providing connectivity, they're also providing solutions to their customers, right? I mean, the solutions would mean it could be for modernizing their infrastructure, Uh, It could be for uh, building uh, innovative business application. As part of that conversation, we are we are working with all the telco uh, partners, and we are helping them take the Snowflake telco data cloud solution to their customers. So, as part of that, um, the one area of interest becomes data monetization. Uh, So, which means that if you look at telcos, they do have rich data. I mean, uh, today AIS has more than forty plus million uh, subscribers uh, in 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 Thailand, and they have uh, rich data sets. Uh, of their customers. Now, uh, there are customers in other segments, whether it is financial services or airlines, and they would have uh, other dimensions or other attributes of similar customers because these customers are either buying financial products from them or um, engaging in in travel or other other services. Uh, There is an opportunity uh, for a telco like AIS or Globe for that matter to go to these enterprises and uh, set up what we call as data cleanroom solutions and, and and help them do data monetization, right? So this is a unique opportunity that telcos have because of the fact that they have such rich data uh, about, that, about their customers and they can collaborate with other industry players uh, in terms of monetizing the data. And the objective of this will be to understand more about the customer. So an airline would be interested in knowing which of these loyalty customers that they have, they travel outside of Thailand, but not on their network, on somebody else's network. Now, that information of roaming might be available with the telco, but not to the airline. But by being able to collaborate and do this data collaboration, they will be able to get their additional attributes of who are these customers that they're losing business uh, from. And then they can target them with specific campaigns and and try to uh, win their business. So this concept of data collaboration and data monetization is really exciting, and it can add a lot of value for business. Telcos particularly are in a great place to offer these solutions to the customer because they themselves carry a lot of rich data about their customer. But the key in all of this is, I would say, is is, is to protect the customer's personal identity. And that is core to Snowflake. So while we, on one hand, talk about democratization of data, building all this uh, innovative business application and data collaboration and monetization, but we do that in a way where The customer's PII information stays protected, and it is not compromised. And there are multiple innovations that we have done which allow that. Uh, So the the customer's trust is protected, customer's PII information is protected, and yet you can derive insights and business value from that data.
1: That's very interesting. So what you're saying is effectively a telco can add value to to its enterprise customers by providing data sets which are currently not available to them.
4: Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. They can do that from their own data sets, and they can also help other companies monetize their data by by collaborating with them. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Uh, back to you, Warner. Uh, you, you mentioned you know just now you you were quoting the McKinsey report and you're following a certain playbooks to the T. I'm I'm sure you look at other telcos, you know, outside of Southeast Asia as well. And um, you know, Sanjay was mentioning quite a whole host of names: Nvidia, Microsoft, AWS. They're all present in this part of the world, but obviously the needs of uh, Filipinos or the needs of the ASEAN population is a little bit different from the more developed countries. When you look at external telcos, when you look at telcos outside of uh, Southeast Asia, what kind of innovative solutions or services do you think um, that, that you look up to You know, coming from your position in the globe? What, what do you see happening overseas that you think can and should be replicated in this part of the world?
2: Yeah, there's a, one telco that comes to my mind uh, is this telco from New Zealand, which I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting during the, the recently concluded Snowflake Summit. Um, they, they've actually increased their B2B revenues by embracing data uh, monetization or productization across their organization. And this, this, I think, led to operational efficiency and it was able to generate new revenue streams for them. Uh, as well as optimize their mobile network, so I think uh, that specific telco utilized uh, Snowflake very, very well and very efficiently. So that that's one one telco. Kuntara on same question to you. You know, when you look at what
1: the other telcos are doing in maybe more developed markets, are there certain um, case studies or certain uh, solutions that you find ex- um, interesting? Or...
3: I, I believe that in in Thailand, we still have a lot of opportunity to grow. You know, in in this technology, and also leveraging, give you an example, we successfully launched you know the, um, unmanned mining with SCG, which is a big, and uh, the the customer also seeing how they differentiated the, the cement business. You know, if you can get cement brand A and brand B, which one you choose? It's very difficult, right? So what what they're doing? They they build a brand of the sustainability called the green cement. You know, they 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 disrupt themselves. You know, in in their mind, they're using. You know, EV truck to replace, you know, the diesel truck, which is like the equitan side, using 5G to control and manage the whole, the whole mining, you know, with unmanned, you know, they they can improve the safety for the employees and building this as a new brand of the cement to become the green, you know, cement to to the market, which they can demand even, you know, high price. It's just one, just one example of how they bring the, the 5G in. And with this, they can do a lot of data analytics. Can you imagine that the EV truck when they're running on the on the road in the mine, they can track all those uh, status and the quality of of this, of the road in the mine and come back with when they should do the maintenance when they should improve the quality or you know using the the data you know from from that mine you know to, to to analyze you know that that will be one of the areas that I apply. 5G to the um, to data and also data monetization. So yeah, I, I am really excited. Especially in the um, the 5G for manufacturing, how they improve this and using a data lake for for OT. Part of my career so from Schneider Electric, you will see a big big gap and opportunity in the uh, operational technology. Like like Schneider is, is is the energy side that can bring data. To become the inside and, and shift the way they focus. Yeah, and currently, all the last corporate, they are talking a lot in terms of the sustainability as well. While we can apply the, the data and data monetization to supporting the initiative moving forward to become more sustainable business.
1: Yeah, I think there's been a large um, interest recently, especially in the Philippines, uh, surprisingly enough, um, in around like ESG and sustainability goals, yeah. uh, UN SDGs. In Thailand as well, I think we've seen quite a few uh, companies embark on quite a few projects uh, across conglomerates, um, across different large enterprises. So I think that's something that will definitely take off um, I think we are running out of time, so I'll just have one final question. And this is a standard question that we ask all guests uh, on our podcast. Um, maybe we can start with you, uh, Pong. You Pong. Know, looking forward, we've, we've spoken about the evolution of data, the evolution of telcos, um, how you're helping your customers. Looking forward across the next maybe three, four, five years, what actually excites you within Thailand? Um, what do you, where do you think growth will come from? Obviously, um, AIS B two B revenues are increasing very healthily. But where do you think growth will come for AIS, and what what do you think Thai enterprises will be focusing on in the next three to five years horizon?
3: Yeah, that that's a great question. Actually, you know, right now we are not questioned about why digital transformation in Thailand, but it's a matter of how, right? Currently, is uh, a lot of industry, you know, that really active in terms of this you know technology can disrupt and make them we believe that more than 40 percent of the GDP will you know produced by the digital technology which will be a big number you know our key highlight probably I would I would like to say is on the um, EEC, you know Eastern economic corridor area that Thailand has built this you know to become the the heart of the uh, the, the, the economy for Thailand. The AS, we also invest a lot in this area, we provide 5 coverage, 100% to support it here and we build innovation center and yeah, the, the platform that we're going to prepare for this business. You know, at, at the end, the customer looking for the, the solution, the application you know, that they can use it and also can be able to disrupt their, their business. So we're seeing this as an opportunity in Thailand and we are also driving the concept of the uh, Ecosystem partner that we work together with both local and also international player to coming in to co-create the, the the solution. Sounds
1: like a lot of work for you, Kuntanapong. Yes, yeah, sure. We, we speak. <laughs> uh, we, we speak to a digital economy promotion agency, DEPA, as well as the Ministry of Digital Economy and Society. And you're right. You know the EC, what they're work, what they're doing around there. It, it's actually a lot of opportunities. They're doing a lot to attract investments into Thailand as well. So yes. Hopefully, you know that continues to drive the growth of uh, AIS's B two B business. Uh, Warner, same same question to you. You know, well, wh- where do you think growth areas are within the next three to five years, and what's actually going to shift significantly uh, in the Philippines?
2: For for me, I am actually personally excited about data collaboration and the the potential around it. I think I think the ability. To launch, to be able to launch data applications, right, and products while seamlessly uh, being able to access third-party data through tools such as the Snowflake marketplaces, is, is going to be unprecedented. Certainly, with the scale that it offers uh, its customers, right, um, as one of the biggest customers of Snowflake in the region, I think. Uh, Globe is uniquely positioned to lead enterprise customers in this area, right? I feel that customers who do not embrace this capability are missing out on the opportunity to maximize the power of data. So specifically within within uh, my group, within the, the Globe B2B um, group, we see data and analytics as, as a core and growth area, right? Data is uh, reshaping many aspects of our lives and its impact is felt across uh, all industries, uh, at least for the Philippines, as a market leader, we want to be able to harness our experience and our expertise, and and be able to use this and help our and support our customers and in, in their data and analytics journey. So I'm very very excited about this.
1: And Philippines is um outside of you know the the usual markets. Philippines is the fastest growing uh, economy in Southeast Asia with the youngest I believe uh, median age so you're set up very very nicely as uh, as a country for growth across the next few years uh rounding us up uh sanjay you have a unique view you sit out of singapore am, am i right yeah and, and you cover the, the ASEAN region as well as uh, in india as well um what are you excited about
4: yeah so uh, i mean you, you know you would agree that uh, we are in this exciting phase of uh, you know leveraging technologies like gen ai and llm uh, and if you look at it uh, all of these, you know, this this entire AI revolution is powered by data. I would say, in that sense, we are very fortunate to be in a place where uh, Snowflake is right at the center of this data and AI revolution. So I would say this is an exciting time for us. And with all the innovations that we have announced in terms of the partnership with NVIDIA to bring GPU and LLM to the to the data to the proprietary data of the customers and help them build. Uh, these uh, you know AI driven applications in a very in a very secured uh, manner, or with the or the partnership that we announced with Microsoft to leverage their uh, you know AI and ML uh, frameworks, or the partnership that we have with AWS, with all the innovations that we have done, and all with the partnership that we announced, uh, in, and also including the acquisitions that we've done, we, we acquired companies uh, who have built uh, LLMs uh, and 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 natural uh, query language model kind of techniques uh, to to interact with the data. We acquired uh, document uh, AI companies, right? So, with all the innovations that we are doing, the acquisitions that we have done, the partnership that we are building, uh, we are truly excited that uh, you know to to be able to partner with our customers and uh, help them become data-driven companies, help them unlock true value of data. We are already seeing that, by the way. If you look at uh, the examples that we have that 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 uh, have come out in the past few months, we have seen a company based in Singapore, Unravel Carbon solve the sustainability and ESG problem, we are particularly excited with the opportunity that we have to partner with telcos and accelerate the journey of becoming techcos and helping them, uh, you know, helping them, uh, you know, build partnerships around data collaboration and data monetization, right? This is a This is an area which will add directly to their top line and bottom line, where they will be able to monetize the data that they have built uh, over the past many years. Right? And they will be able to do that in a very secure manner. Right, So I would say there are lots of exciting opportunities ahead for us. And we're really looking forward to partnering with our customers and partners and helping them unlock the true value of data uh, You know, with the help of the Snowflake Data Cloud platform.
1: Perfect. Thank you. I think everybody's uh, fairly optimistic about growth here in the ASEAN region. Uh, thank you, Kuntanapong. Uh, thank you, Warner. Okay. Thank you, Sanjay. Uh, we'll definitely see a lot more of you uh, going forward. And uh, thank you once again for being here with us today.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the episode. For more information about business growth in the ASEAN region, please visit our website www.iotbusiness-platform.com.